All right, before we get to what's your rank, what reminds you, we got Dropkick Murphy tickets to Chartway Arena on the campus of Old Dominion for March 7th. That's really not that far away. Wow. Because uh, remember, like February is a fake little month. It's not a full month. Although it's a leap year, isn't it? Isn't it like a 29-day um, year this year? That is a good question. Yeah, I think it, it is a leap, leap year. year. I'm pretty sure it is a leap year. I heard a rumor. Yeah, it's leap year. How about yes, that? Yes, it is. How about that? So leap year this year. Anyway, still a small month. Uh, anyway, so uh, that's March 7th. It's about five weeks out, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Just guesstimating. So uh, be ready for that. It's... Um, What's your rank Wednesday time, though? So we'll be we'll do the Dropkick Murphy's tickets later this hour. But what's your rank Wednesday? All right. Again, we've discussed this forever, uh, it feels like. It is the top five worst winning Super Bowl quarterbacks. I mean, there's, like, there's a of a worst list you could be on. This is the best worst list you could ever oh, be course, part of, right? Because yeah. you are a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And I got to tell you, and some of the some of the people that I have on here, I feel sickening about. It's sickening Me too. to think about that, you know, I'm trying to say something they did, which was amazing. Uh, is not the greatest because you know the rest of their career might have sucked outside of that one special Sunday or multiple Sundays leading up to that Sunday. But it, you know, here we are. It's because this is what's your rank Wednesday. All right. For me, on the outside looking in of this five list, among them that did not make the final five but were considered for voting, the punky Q- QB known as McMahon, Jim McMahon, I really wanted to put him in here. I really, really did. And I still may. No, but it's too late. He's not in here. I really wanted to do it. I didn't do it, damn it. He had a really good winning overall record, but, you know, just, it was just okay. I mean, he's a, he was the game manager, even though he was a terrific quarterback at BYU, tossing around the yard. Joe Flacco, I investigated, and I got news for you. You guys better get Joe Flacco's freaking name out of your mouth. That's right. He had some really good years in Baltimore prior to the Super Bowl win. And a few after, and yeah, then it went off a cliff, but you know what? He was, he was Joe Cool in the postseason. Not this year, but was uh, in his Baltimore time. And Doug Williams, I did not put here, and I know that he's on a lot of these lists. You know, I'm just going to say it is a what's your rank, mine, Wednesday. So, you know, stick it if you thought Doug Williams <laughs> was going to show up on my list. And I will tell you why later if you want to fight me on Doug Williams. He is not on this list, damn it. But you know who is? <laughs> this is terrible. A guy who won two Super Bowls is on this list. Okay. Number five is Jim Plunkett. Okay. Oh. Listen. He started in both the Raiders' Super Bowl wins. He was the MVP of their first Super Bowl win that he started one, not the second one, which, of course, is Marcus Allen, as he's still running all over the Redskins' defense. But Jim, Jim Plunkett, I mean, I, I, I dove into this a few years back because somebody said, why isn't Jim Plunkett in the Hall of Fame? I'm going, I don't know. I don't think he's that good. Uh, and they go, well, it's two Super Bowls. And I said, well, 72 and 72 starting record. Okay, that's okay. 144 starts. 164 TDs to 198 interceptions. Yeah, it's not good. No, career rating of uh, 67.5. Sadly, he played on some really, really awful uh, New England teams his first part of his career. Remember, uh, out of college, he was on some crappy New England teams. Didn't help him. His Raider years were pretty good, but they weren't great. But they were, again, he was on some great teams. He was a good leader. Had a couple years in San Francisco. But overall, Jim Plunkett's overall body of work is not going to blow you away. But again, hey, Give me the middle finger and the other middle finger because he's got Super Bowl rings on each one of them. So, <laughs> That's right. Sorry, but I do have Jim Plunkett here, even though he does have one MVP in addition at number five. That's okay. They get they always give it to the quarterback anyway, even yeah. back then. You sure. know. So my honorable mentions, I've got Nick Foles on my honorable mention, and I only put him on honorable mention because he played freaking great in that Super Bowl. I couldn't, I couldn't put him on this list. I just couldn't. I've got Brad Johnson on my honorable mention because I love Brad Johnson for no reason whatsoever, and I thought he got a raw deal in a couple of different places he was. And, you know, he was an up-and-down kind of guy, but he's, you know, he's got a ring, so I didn't put mine in there. I had Eli Manning on my honorable mentions because outside of how he played – 
in the postseason. He was pretty freaking up and down as well. So, I, But I really wanted to put Eli in there, and I didn't. However, and I took no pleasure in this. I did put Doug Williams at number five. Oh, my God. No, no. I don't feel good about it. (laughs) And, of course, you know, there's no denying the cultural significance of his start and his win. But he had one great quarter in the Super Bowl. He He did. did. He did. And and it was a freaking amazing quarter. However, between Washington and Tampa, he completed less than 50% of his passes. And I get it. The Tampa teams were terrible. Yeah, they were the worst. Less than 50% of his passes, 100 touchdowns to 93 interceptions. He he wasn't even really the starter. Jay Schrader was the starter, and then Jay Schrader sucked. And Doug Williams had to be had to come in and be, you know, the savior of that season. So again, take no pleasure in it. He just outside of that Super Bowl didn't do a ton. I had to have Doug Williams at number five. I'm sorry. The I'm 79, sorry. I'm sorry. The 79 uh, NFC um, championship game, getting the Buccaneers there, I thought was really significant because he took over a team uh, his rookie year that he led him to 10 wins after they won two of the previous year. And I know the stats aren't what the stats are today. I mean, he did not have amazing stats um, until he got with Joe Gibbs. I uh, will give you that. But again, the Buccaneers were so flippant. They were horrible. bad. They were bad. And the fact that he um, got them to the championship game in another season of winning football. I think he had three to four. He had an overall winning record as the quarterback in Tampa. Um, it led them to a winning record in three of his final four seasons. So, uh, And again, he's in both teams' ring of fame, the Buccaneers and uh, the Redskins as well. But yeah, I mean, look, in terms of raw numbers, he's not going to blow you away. And this is where it's tough because if you didn't watch the football from that era or know that there's differences, it's gonna, it's not going to look good against guys today. Um, but anyway, that's why I did not go that direction. I did go this direction to a former Redskin, but it wasn't from his time at Washington. It was his time, uh, you know, overall he won the Super Bowl in Tampa. Brad Johnson, who was mostly a backup. And Brad's fine, but he was mostly a backup quarterback. Seven of his 15 seasons uh, as a backup in the NFL. Uh, 2002 Super Bowl winning quarterback. He was not the MVP. Dexter Jackson was in the defense. This this uh, Buccaneers team is very similar to the Ravens teams with Trent Dilfer. We'll get to Trent Dilfer in a bit. Uh, but Brad Johnson, 18-34 in the Super Bowl, 215 yards at TD and a pick. Uh, good quarterback uh, in some spots, but again, just the overall big picture work of Brad Johnson's not going to blow you away. And he was never outside of his couple seasons in Washington after, you know, falling into the Minnesota job due to injury was never, ever anybody's real pick to be the starter. And he was kind of the default guy in Tampa as well. But uh, so I had Brad Johnson at four, man, if he didn't get hurt in Washington now, I, I just wonder what that would have looked like. I, I think that could have turned out a little bit differently for him. I don't know if it would have been a Super Bowl, but he, he was, he was yeah. dealing in Washington. So I had Jim Plunkett at four. I had him a little bit worse yes. than, than than you did, and for a lot of the same reasons you did. And if you, you check my mouth on this as well, I believe he was seventy two and seventy two as a starter. Yes, that's correct. And that's just that's just not getting it done. I know he's got the Super Bowl MVP, but again, there's a lot of Super Bowl MVPs that probably shouldn't have been Super Bowl MVPs in the first place. So yeah, I got Plunkett at four. All right, uh, number three, I got uh, another guy who was mostly a backup, but he did win a Super Bowl. Jeff Hosteller. Um, averaged under seven starts his entire career uh, a season. Again, made two starts with Phil Simms getting hurt in 90, um, then played all three playoff games, including the Super Bowl. That was the wide right Super Bowl. Otis yep. Anderson was the MVP. This was a brilliant game plan. I mean, don't get me wrong. Bill Parcells was a genius. 20-19 um, to 19 win. They took the air out of the ball. They kept that K-gun offense on the sideline most of the game. Otis Anderson was a was the Super Bowl MVP. All that being said, they still had a sweat out of missed field goal, of yep. a, a real wide right, 
uh, by the Buffalo Bills. But uh, but Haas, you know, again, mostly he had some decent seasons in, in, with the Raiders as a starter after leaving the Giants and then finished his career, made a couple starts in Washington with the Redskins, but was never – it was never super duper. I mean, it more he was a good athlete though. Jeff Hostetler was, but he was he was the perfect backup. I mean, he was kind of like Frank Reich before Frank Reich was Frank Reich. But uh, but the Haas is number three. All right, you didn't do it, so I will. Jim McMahon. <laughs> I've got Jim McMahon at number three because he's Trent Dilfer with a headband. Yeah, he played with one of the, with the best defense ever. Yeah. And still, by the way, in that '85 season, 15 touchdowns, 11 picks. Yeah, and I know again, you're not. You had Walter Payton. All right, you're you're not going to throw it a ton. And the fact that he didn't throw it a ton and still had yeah. 11 picks should tell you all you need to know about Jim McMahon in that season. By the way, career numbers: 100 touchdowns, 90 picks. And nowhere near the reason that they won that Super no. Bowl, and his dance moves suck too. So he's at number three. Yeah, I was I was close to throwing him in here. Um, number two, I've got uh, of course Trent Dilfer, um, fifty-eight and fifty-five, um, one hundred and thirteen touchdowns, that's one hundred and twenty-eight picks. Two thousand Ravens quarterback, of course, uh, started eight games. Tony Banks actually was the starter before him. Yep. Uh, just 59% completion percentage, 12 TDs, 11 picks. I mean, you know, 12 to 25 in the Super Bowl, a buck 53 in a TD. And all you need to know, all you need to know, he wins the Super Bowl that year. They win the Super Bowl. Of course, he went seven weeks without scoring a touchdown on offense. Everybody knows that story. All you need to know is they got rid of him at the end of the season. They just said, no, we're going to just move on from him and we're going to bring in Elvis Gerbach. Yeah. And uh, of course, he never got back to a Super Bowl or close to it. But Ray Lewis, of course, the Super Bowl MVP there. Um, and yes, Trent Dilfer. Yeah, I don't have him at number one. I got somebody worse than him. And uh, is my number two all-time suckiest uh, Super Bowl champion quarterback. Okay, okay. We'll have to see what that yeah. is. I've got yeah. Jeff Hostetler too, though. Again, a little oh, bit worse. A little go. bit worse than you had yeah. him. And I mean, the the guy was drafted as a backup. It's not his fault that sure. he was in this game, and he and he did win the game, and and good for him, and played decent in it. But he really only had one full season as a starter. After that, and I think he played 15, I think it was 15 years in the league. And the one full season he had as a start, it was in 94 with the Raiders, he had 16 picks that year. So, yeah. so not exactly great for the old resume for Haas. And yeah, if it wasn't for wide right, would we even remember his name at this point? Probably not. So I had to put the Haas at two. All right. Uh, number one, you didn't put him on your list, but man, I don't give a damn if they made a statue for him or not. They put up a statue for Rocky in the same flipping city. Nick Foles, dude. <laughs> career backup. 529 and 29. Everywhere he's gone, supposed to be the starter. No, you're not the starter. Not the Bears. Not the Jags. Uh, even the Eagles. Had, his best year, by the way, was with Chip Kelly in the yeah, Eagles. It was his true. best year when he was 11 and 3. But oh my goodness. He became the quarterback the last three weeks, as we know, Carson Wentz, before Carson Wentz became the punchline. It was great. Got hurt in that Rams game. Look, nobody had a better Sunday, maybe outside of Doug Williams, a super Sunday in a win. Uh, 28 of 43, 337 yards, or 373 yards, three TDs and a pick uh, in the 41-33 win over the Patriots. It may have been just bitter because he took the joy I had away from telling every Eagles fan, you've never won a Super Bowl. Shut up. Stay out of this conversation. Maybe that's why I hate Nick Foles so much and think he is the number one most overrated, sorriest Super Bowl winning quarterback ever uh, because of all the other years outside of that one weekend. And the fact that Tom Brady threw for 500 yards and no interceptions and probably would have the MVP if Bill Belichick had not suspended starting cornerback what's the guy's name i can't remember his name now oh uh, i oh shoot you know, the guy who's a <laughs> hero and the guy picked malcolm off russell butler? wilson malcolm butler yes malcolm butler my god malcolm butler whatever malcolm butler did i have no idea did he kill bob Kraft's dog i don't know 
But anyway, should have played that Super Bowl. We would have never known or cared about Nick Foles. He was a minute and 30 seconds late for a meeting. So he got suspended <laughs> for the Super Bowl. That's what it That's was. Probably, probably. That sounds like such a Bill thing. I mean, I I got Trent Dilfer at number one. I'm I I don't know. That's just a that's an easy sell for me. I had I had him at number one for months. I'll to add to some of the stuff that you were talking about. Yeah, he wasn't a starter in that following season. Didn't even get picked up by a team until the Seahawks picked up the phone and said, "Hey, we got this guy Matt Hasselbeck. We kind of need a backup just in case. Could you could you just come over here and and try not to screw things up?" And that's exactly what he did. So he was the backup to Matt Hasselbeck after winning a freaking Super Bowl because everybody knew what he was and is and always will be. So congratulations, Trent Dilfer. You got your ring, and that's pretty much it. Number one on my list. All right, seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. Uh, the text line and the Ballyhoo's phone line as well. Uh, what's your rank Wednesday? Worst Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Weigh in with us. Who do we miss? Who do we need to elevate lower? Uh, we'll get to it next year. Scott Jackson Show Party on Sports Radio ninety four point one. Brought to you by Larry Kinglaw. All right, welcome back. All right, people rolling in the text line, 757-687-9494, 757-687-9494. What's your rank Wednesday today? Worst Super Bowl winning quarterbacks of all time. Uh, by the way, somebody just also on the commander's coaching front says, I don't know what I was thinking. Joe Judge is available. Oh, man. Oh, Dagger. No, that's that might a, be the worst one yet. That's the worst one yet. Uh, 757 Bolts fan says, number one, Philly special, Nick Foles. He's with me. Dill for Rippin and Hostel or Bolts. No, man, Rippin, get your Rippin out of here, Uh-oh. dude. Not even close. I mean, honestly, if I had a pick of the Redskins winning quarterbacks, you'd have to go Doug before Rippin. You know, he'd have to go first on the list. But he's not a mine. Not a mine. James, you hater. Uh, anyway, 757-687-9494. Jimmy Lewis brings up a good one, too. And I thought about him as well. Eli Manning. Career 117 career record, right? 500. But the two Super Bowls, of course, what are the two Super Bowls remembered for? Well, one was a freaking crazy catch, and it was the defense again, right? Yep. The Manningham catch in the one Super Bowl, the Tynes catch in the other Super Bowl. Um, the defense in the first Super Bowl was amazing. And Justin Tuck and Strahan were awesome uh, in that Super Bowl. But yeah, I did think about Eli for a while. I really did, and then I moved off of it. Um, Joe Namath makes a lot of people's lists. Yeah, I saw that. Now, he is in the Hall of Fame, and as, as somebody from the 804 brings up, but you know what? Uh, he, he he was. It's all based off of one game that he wasn't even the MVP of. Right. So Plunkett, McMahon, Brad Johnson, Dilfer, Namath. And I'm not going to lie. I, like the time I started watching football, Namath's career was just over. Like that, that I remember watching football. So I can't really go off of that one as well. I'll take your word on it. Um, 757 uh, also said, um, y'all need to get my guy Nick Foles off the list. He's better than any other quarterback on the list. He also has had tied the record for the most touchdown passes in a game against the Raiders. Yeah, he did. He's got a lot of quirky things about him, but he's not coming off my list. He's, hey, he yeah. was honorable mention for me. wasn't yeah, on my list. He is on somebody else's list, though. Yeah, I mean, look, you guys put up statues for everybody. I mean, so what? Rocky's got a statue. You yeah, know, that, was yeah. that was weird. That was weird. Um. No, Nick, Nick, listen, if Tom Brady's boss had played the correct people, we're not even ever talking about Nick Foles because yeah. he shredded your defense. I mean, 500 freaking yards in that game. Oh, boy. Um, Tyler says, I screamed an expletive when we traded for Wentz, and I screamed the same expletive when I realized that we would hire Quinn. Praying him wrong, and he succeeds, though. 
Oh, boy. I mean, you could be wrong and be happy, but are you yeah. going to be happy with who they do end up getting? Why, did Quinn just get hired? Did I miss that? No, I don't think he no did. No way. No, he didn't get hired yet. No way. All right, slow down there. Slow down there, Tyler. Don't start any trouble. I realize it looks like that's what's going to happen. Right. But... We don't know that for sure, for sure, right? Because if you want to do that, you could have just done it already. Like, what's the, what's the you know, you're just that careful, I guess? Well, that's the answer we're going to have to yeah. get if that does happen. Um, let's see. Stabler, somebody says to again, another guy's in the hall of fame. Yeah. If to, to me, if yeah. you were in the hall see, of if fame, you're in the hall of fame, you didn't make disqualified. Yeah. 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 Plunkett, Hostetler. Yep. McMahon, Brad Johnson, uh, seven, five, seven says, uh, James is bugging. <laughs> what did I do now? I don't know. You're bugging about something. <laughs> All right. I like that. Um, Eli outdueled the goat. Did he outduel him? He did not. Uh, his stop defense, it. Stop. His, his defense was the first Super Bowl. I'd say the defense. Just stop. Um, the NFC East jealousy is showing. Yeah. Do you know the quarterback that threw for the most yards in a regular season of playoffs in a Super Bowl winning season? You do now. <laughs> Listen. Um, the bigger accomplishment um, for Eli was the year in the frozen tundra. He and, and Tom Coughlin's face has still not been the same. Uh, when they went in there and beat um, Brett Favre, that was, I'll give him that one. That I'll was give a him big that deal one. Yeah, because um, well, that's back when we thought Lambeau Field still meant something, and right? that was the first one, right? The yeah. first one in the like the sub-zero temperatures that right. That was one the first choke like at Lambeau. And there's been many since. I mean, there, I mean yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Oh my God, he could write a book and all chokes at Lambeau that he had. It was embarrassing, right? But uh, no, that, that, it's really a list of ten to twelve people. I, I think that you can really group into this thing. Because there's this, again, if you were in the Hall of Fame, I can't do that, you know. Even if you shouldn't be. Yeah, even if you shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, I still I still can't do it. And there, there is a lot of folks that are in the Hall of Fame that probably shouldn't be. Uh, and it's going to get worse as time goes on. Because, again, now we're in the age of, like, the numbers are just so enticing. Like, the, yeah. the quarterback numbers and all that stuff. We're, oh, my God, but he threw for dot, dot yardage and this and that and the other. Yeah, you know, it's easier to throw now than ever. You know, and, and by the way, back in like the days of like Roger Stallback and Terry Bradshaw and those guys, they weren't like beating you over the head for throwing interceptions. And guys weren't throwing at 60% clips or, or now, hell, like 70% clips. I mean, they were the completion percentages were lower. They were not the open windows you have now. It was yep. just a different world. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I, I thought about Eli, but I don't know. Maybe I didn't want the New York Mafia coming after me, so I, I stayed off. Of yeah, I just put him as honorable mention. That's all. Yeah, just a dis- That's all. Yeah, I didn't even do that to him. But anyway, but Jim McMahon, yeah. I mean, here's what McMahon did better than anybody. He got himself the line with Buddy Ryan defenses, man. He was smart. Because remember, even in Philly, when he was a quarterback there for a bunch of years, I mean, his win percentage is really high, if you believe in quarterback win percentage. And I don't necessarily always do that. Of course, I say that, and then, you know, I always look at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the reason I had him up there is, is kind of partially because of that reason you just said. You align yourself with great defenses. Oh, he did. And who's winning that game? It's not like quarterbacks were yeah. winning games back then like they are now. All right, let's get to Bill and Cl- the Bill, the Cleveland. I'm going to say he's in Cleveland. I don't think Bill's in Cleveland. I think he's just Bill, the Cleveland guy. What's up, yeah, Bill? I'm not, no, I'm not in Cleveland. I'm on the phone. Can you hear me okay today? Yeah, we got you great today, yeah. Okay, great. Um, I got I got a last lap. I guess two. I've got my tie for for the two worst. To, one you're one you're going to agree to disagree with you. Uh, Mark Rippon, who was a very average quarterback, but he fit into that system well. He had that one year in '91 when he won the Super Bowl. Then he kind of faded after that. I think he was traded to the Browns for a year. Well, he had a shoulder surgery. Um, yeah, he had sh- shoulder surgery in '93. He had a he had a good year in '92, but he was injured a lot. That that whole team was just on the last legs at that point. 
And then, of course, in 93 was the salary cap year, which was a disaster. They were they were not ready for it. But I'll, I'll give you some Mark Rippin. Keep going. And then, then, then I got to say, Jim uh, Jim McMahon, who I believe he won the Super yes. Bowl. I got to give we got to give credit where credit's due. Yes. But he was in his, in his career, he was a very average quarterback. He had a good defense in, in Chicago. And then he faded after that. A few years, he got traded to San Diego in '89. Yeah. And then he went. Then he was. It was. He, he teamed up with Buddy Ryan again for a couple of years and a couple others. Yep. In Philly, he bounced around to Minnesota. For a year, then he went back to, in '94. He was with back to Buddy Ryan and in in, in, in 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 Arizona where they didn't do anything. He was with Cleveland part of the year in '95, and then he ended his career of all things. He was a backup to Brett Favre and got his second Super Bowl ring in 1996. You may not know that on well, the Desmond Howard Super Bowl in the uh, yeah. it's also the Bills. Part- yeah. He's one of these. He was not a good quarterback. Probably will yeah. never be in the Hall of Fame, but he won that Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, those, those, those are my two that I say were the two. You know. Well, I, think about Rippin was a two-time like he was. He, he was more than just the '91 season. It was a build-up. I think he he had like a four-year run in Washington where he was really the main starter, and they were always they were always um, winning. I mean, he in '89 he was in the Pro Bowl. If uh, he also was a. Um, you know, obviously the MVP of the Super Bowl. He was an all all NFL first team, or I guess he was second team, maybe. No, he was second team AP that year, ninety one. So that, I mean, like again, Doug Williams' numbers are way worse than Rippins. Like if I was going to pick one of the I Redskins three quarterbacks, uh, it would have been him. You know, it, it would have been uh, wouldn't have been him. But anyway, all right. Thanks, thanks for the call. His time in Cleveland was not long lived, right? It was eleven. No, games, it was very short lived. Three yeah. games, three starts, I think, in that period of time. But no, I mean, his body just broke down. I mean, there's no, and look, there's no question, and there's no offense. I don't take offense to it that Gibbs had a great system. There's yeah. nothing wrong with yeah. saying that. Stan Humphreys played well there. Um, there was this guy, Kerry Conklin, that filled in and played very well in that same era. We really didn't know for so long that Gibbs had a great system, <laughs> you know, like a plug and play kind of system before we knew what that was because obviously Theismann took every snap until he didn't, right? Until his leg got snapped. He didn't know. And then Jay Schrader comes in and boom, boom, boom. You're like, well, crap, this is different. And a rocket arm, but he didn't know, always know where it was going or which color uniform he was supposed to throw to yeah, and then as time that. went on. Jay Schrader somehow got the two uh, championship games in his career, one with the Redskins and one with the Raiders. That was one of the all-time great heist trades, uh, Lachey for Jay Schrader. All right, 757-687-9494, Ballyhoo's phone line, uh, the text line as well. All right, hang on the lines if you're there. Uh, more of the worst of the Super Bowl champion quarterbacks over all time. We'll get to those. Don't forget, we still have Dropkick Murphy tickets to give away later this hour. Uh, Scott Jackson, show Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We're brought to you by Larry King. Law. James Witham has your sports center. Ballyhoo's phone line, 757-687-9494. Got a text reminding me that um, actually Michael Vick and company were the ones that break the seal at Lambeau beating the Packers as the uh, 2002 season. And they whipped him. Remember, twenty-seven to seven. Oh yeah, that's right. Vic was only a kid then. He was like twenty-two, and that was the team that eventually I think lost. They lost to the Eagles, right? Yeah, they lost the Eagles in the championship game, and the Eagles, of course, uh, went on to lose, lose to the Patriots. Anyway, good call. And uh, but anyway, yeah, good good memory there. Thank you for that. And that was prior to obviously the Giants going in there 
and beating them in that frozen game. I don't think th- this game had snow, but I don't think it was like as frozen as frozen as like the Giants game wasn't even snow. It was too cold to snow. It was like yeah, it was ridiculous. minus wind chills. And again, Coffin's face, I think, was red for an entire uh, decade after that. That but, was more of an ice bowl situation, yeah. too, I think. Yeah, but anyway, this game, yeah, it was a snow uh, falling situation. And uh, there's a great picture on the old ESPN.com as I looked at the game with this far sitting on his tailbone here. Um, again, to score seven points only in that game, too. Yeah. But that's a good call, a good pull. Um, all right, 757-687-9494. Uh, Tyler says, my feeling is that Harris and company have all their eggs in the Ben Johnson basket. Now that he's removed his name, they are scrambling with their available candidates. Yeah, I and mean, he could have very well been um, you know, their, uh, their number one choice for sure. I, mean, I don't think there was any hiding that. I really hope they didn't have all their eggs in one basket. Yeah, I don't know if they had all. If they would have had them all in, they would have given him exactly what he asked for, which is roster control and the money and all that stuff. That's not exactly what happened. So anyway, all right, let's grab Steve in Virginia Beach. What's up, Steve? Here via the Ballyhoo's phone line. What's happening? I'm on the Scott Jackson show. All right. What's up? How you doing? Good man. Love your show. Thank you. I got a hot potato. I'm going to throw you. Uh-oh. And, and if you address it, and if you address it, man, my my admiration for you will continue to soar. No oh boy, it's a hot potato though. Okay. I listen to the national broadcasts, uh, national pundits. You know, the talking heads talking about the. They, they, what else I got to do? They got two weeks before the Super Bowl, right? Right. They're right. Talking about Purdy, and they're putting him down, and he's just a figurehead. And I look at his stats, I'm like, yeah, I, I could see him in the Super Bowl. Yeah, there we go. I, I hear about Lamar Jackson because he's won two MVPs. He's an automatic uh, entry into the National Football Hall of Fame. I'm sure you've heard that. No, I haven't heard that. Has anybody heard they, that? Yes, they, they've heard been talking that. about it. Yeah, he's an yeah, automatic. I've heard it I've on the national that. shows. He's no. right. He's right. That's crazy, I listen, brother. I listen to talk national talk radio, your really? station, all the time. I've heard it multiple times. Yeah. Now, no, that, I, I just I would disagree was? with that. I but can't. yeah, I agree. I I understand. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he's two and four. Purdy's. You know, uh, uh, what, four and one, right? Uh, mm, well, they lost last yeah. year, right? So, he, you know, he won. T- did he have to play two games last year? Yeah, he played two games last year. I think it was year. two last year. Yeah, so year. it's four and one, yeah. So here's the hot potato. Okay, what's the hot potato? You know, Lamar Jackson got drafted like 34, 35, 33, something like that. He was right? in the first round. Last pick of the first round. Yeah, he was like 32 in the Obviously, first Obviously, he's, yeah. he's a great talent. I like watching him. Right. Even though I hate the Ravens because I was a Baltimore Colt fan, I'm that right. old. And uh, Cleveland really won that championship uh, for Baltimore, not Baltimore, but neither here nor there. But I love watching the guy. However, he was drafted lower because of something. And, you know, he maybe didn't get the best upbringing. Maybe he didn't have the best education. And I appreciate that because that's my field. But I, I look at Purdy and I wonder, here's the hot potato. If Purdy were one of my black brothers, would he be getting the criticism that he gets right now and is lamar so he's you know, getting he's Purdy's game, getting criticized because he's a white quarterback you're saying no i'm not saying that but i mean it sure they sounded are like you just did him. i'm assuming <laughs> that's what you you're just watching, said you're listening to national radio and, I and you're hearing this too listen I, I i don't listen to national radio that much to be honest with you. i'm not i'm not being smart i'm, I'm being dead serious um Okay. I don't. I, I don't know. And if anybody says he's automatic in the Hall of Fame, I don't. I don't believe that yeah, for a that's second. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But I, listen, he's a diff. They're two different players. I mean, he plays the position completely differently than anybody else 100%. does, right? I mean, it's he's not a pure passer. I think we all understand that he's gotten a lot better at it. But it, he is a dual threat quarterback. And the problem I had 
I don't really give it. I don't get caught up in this BS that you're trying to talk I, I about. Think, but think, my, my problem Lamar, is last week they didn't they didn't allow him to be the real, the quarterback he is. They they fell into 100%. a trap of 100%. like we gotta we gotta work him out of the pocket, whatever. I mean, maybe hey, look, yeah. maybe maybe the Chiefs maybe the Chiefs suckered them into that with with the fronts they were getting. I don't know, but it seemed like they only had a three man front. It seemed pretty obvious like you could run on them, and for whatever reason, Munkin and you know company did not adjust to that, and they. They look stupid for it right now. But, I mean, look, Purdy, he's had some great games. There's no question about it. But I think the thing that, you know, is the curse and the blessing if you play for the Kyle Shanahan group is people are going to say it's the system first. Like, the system is better than the part. Like, the part, the system, they get the right parts in there, but they don't have to have sensational parts. And I understand what people are saying, seeing him in Washington. Look, like, Rex Grossman could look like a stud for like a game, right? And they're like, wow, why did people miss on Rex Grossman? You know, why didn't they think he was a guy who was in the, and then you'd see in the next game and he throws four interceptions. You're like, oh, this guy sucks. But that, that's like, that, that system is very good. There's no question about it. And yes, Purdy, more than anything, I think what you're missing is the difference people get treated from what rounds they're selected in until they become Tom Brady, right? Until, until they become Tom Brady. I'm not here to say Purdy's going to be Brady. I'm also not here to tell you that, like he's he should have you know he shouldn't be considered a uh, MVP candidate either. I mean, because again, top QBR, top uh, passer rating, but it does seem like the votes, if you're paying attention, are, uh, are are based a lot on now. What did you do in the biggest game, the biggest lights? Well, he had a bad night against the Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. That Christmas game that everybody was watching, he stunk, and the Ravens didn't. And I feel like ever since then, it's like the the, th- the the bait was over. And granted, the Ravens beat every big team in the regular season, which it is a regular season award. So I get it. But now, nah, I mean, I think Purdy's bigger issue is that he's still stuck to the Mr. Irrelevant tag. I think that's yeah, what I'm it is. And, and you know, like he's had, he's had a great, he's had a great run, right? He's had a great run and he could shut a lot of people up by winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that could happen for Lamar Jackson, and I, if I had two quarterbacks to watch, you know, I'd love to watch him, you know, as opposed to Purdy. Purdy's a little boring. I love watching Well, the Lamar. Purdy you know, did more like scrambling team. last week than Lamar. He was drove me crazy. Yeah. Drove me crazy. I think, I, and this is kind of off the wall, too, I guess. But I just think Lamar needs a sports psychiatrist or some psychologist to calm him down and to make his demeanor more even-keeled. Because when he gets in pressure situations, you know, and, 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 and he screws up, he just has a meltdown. And, I, and, I, and you see that, and, and you see it, I don't know. I, I just think the guy, I think he's got the physical skills to get there. And unlike the Redskins, who was the quarterback that the Redskins destroyed by keeping him in the pocket? Uh, who was that? Griffin. Right. Well, they didn't right. keep him in the pocket. He decided to keep himself in the pocket, if you remember the yeah. story. He actually, Is that well, right? Yeah. Okay. He, he told them what plays yeah. to call the last, the last season he played. Anyway, yeah, yeah. listen, here, here's the thing. You know, don't don't fall for the hot take. Anyway, that's all I got for you. All right, thanks, Steve. Take it easy. And here, here's another little thing. As much as we've been clubbing, um, well, we haven't, but the Steeler Nation does. Mike Tomlin, about, well, the last time they won, dot, dot, dot. I was, I was just maybe, again, they're a really good franchise, and I'm not I, – I would trade their resume for the franchise I care about's resume sure, yeah. in a heartbeat, the Ravens, but – you know, and I love John Harbaugh, but I, I had it had I kind of slept on the fact that it's been quite a while since they'd actually won some playoff games. Yeah, matter of fact, they've won two playoff games since their last Super Bowl in 2012. So, I mean, it's not just Lamar. Yes, he's a big portion part of it, 
And again, my bigger problem with what happened to them on Sunday was the fact that they did not go down the way they got there. Like, they, like what made them the team they were this year, and again, I don't care about the Ravens at all, better for me than when they lose, but the fact that they didn't stick to their identity was disgusting. Just disgusting to me. I also think we should throw out there that Tom Brady broke more surface tablets than any other quarterback yeah. in the NFL. Right. So when he did, when stuff went wrong, Brady, yeah. you know, was was a kind of a meltdown guy as well. Tom Brady was work. the biggest yeah. jack, you know, yes, what there ever was. was in the sideline. He never threw a bad pass. He never, you know, made a mistake. I mean, he just ripped his freaking. You know the, the the two Marx brothers up and down on the sideline all the time. Everybody yell. I, I mean, the fact that neither one of those guys took you know a, a Gatorade cooler and smashed him over the head at one point is amazing to me. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, but Dammer, oh god, he was such a baby. He was. Oh, he was. Couldn't stand him when he was doing that stuff. I mean, these guys made some amazing catches, and he's like come on the side. It was always somebody else. You know, it was never him. So listen, you just you just described. 90% of the diva quarterbacks that we've lived with. Um, and the ones that don't do it, it gets noticed, right? Like when they don't complain and point and all that other stuff. That is a fact. All right. Uh, 757-687-9494. All right. Uh, we're going to get back to the commander's coaching search. Still get a lot of text about that uh, coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. Scott Jackson Show. Uh, let's do this now before we break. Uh, Dropkick Murphy tickets. How about that? Uh, the first caller on the other side will get it. 757-687-9494. Pair of tickets. Dropkick Murphy's March 7th. Chartway Arena. Tickets are on sale now. You could go on us if you were caller number one right this moment. Scott Jackson Show. Priority Auto Sports Radio. 94.1. We're brought to you by Larry King Law. Whoops. Uh, Skip at Smithfield. Congrats. You are uh, headed to see Dropkick Murphy's Chartway Arena. March 7th, pair of tickets are yours. Uh, congrats. We'll, again, have more tickets tomorrow for that show. Uh, 6 o'clock hour, we have the um, Billy Currington Kip Moore show with uh, Larry Fleet coming up at Atlantic Union Bank Pavilion on May 3rd. Pair of tickets uh, in the 6 o'clock hour, so be ready for that as well. Not that it matters today because we're still a week away from, well, we're not a week away. We're days away from real Super Bowl practices of significance. But the 49ers have listed George Kittle as out at this point. Really? They do this projected out of practice, that is. You know, they do this projections as to, like, what you're, what you'd be. You know, he's considered day-to-day right now. And certainly something to keep an eye on for next week, most, most importantly. He's got a toe injury that he apparently injured in the NFC Championship game. I was about, you know, I was about to say this week, I, I was kind of feeling like uh, the Niners were the healthier team. And I still think that, you know, overall, you know, Chris Jones has got a quad injury. Of course, um, they've had a couple season enders. Pacheco's dealing with a toe injury. Uh, Tooney is allegedly, you know, going to be ready for the Super Bowl, but we'll see. Um, but it feels like the Chiefs have more injuries at this point. And I don't know how serious this Willie Gay thing is. This is, you know, they called him limited yesterday, whatever that means. But he wouldn't even, I don't even think he was even supposed to be out last week, right? And then all of a sudden he had this, um, he had this, uh, what do you call it, this neck thing going on, right? Yeah, he had like this neck injury. Suddenly. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, yeah, that sounds well, they called right. it a, They called it neck spasms or something like that, right? That doesn't sound like fun. No, it does not, no. Does not feel like that as well. All right, 757-687-9494. In Virginia Beach, my man Hood wants to jump on board before we get to the top of there. What's up, Hood? What's going on? We got kid soccer? What are we doing? (laughs) Basketball Uh, practice? I'm picking my son up for basketball practice. Oh, okay. okay. There you go. Okay, there you go. Yeah, but I want to talk about 
Josh Allen, like MVP, like he's responsible for like over 80% of the touchdowns on the team, you know? What other quarterbacks responsible for that many touchdowns? Or that many I mean, turnovers, too, though. That was the other problem for him this year, as you know, when you guys are struggling. Is he responsible? What's the deficit from touchdowns to turnovers? Well, he's, so he's 29 touchdowns, margin, 29 touchdowns passing at 18 um, interceptions. I don't know how many fumbles he had. I'd have to look that up. But what about uh, rushing touchdowns? He probably had what another eight, well I gotta 15? see. Hold on, working on it. Working on it, working on it. Uh probably 15, another I ten. I don't know. Let me see. I, I, I have him I for rushing. Is it fifteen rushing touchdowns? Yeah, and total yards, he was number one. Total yards between rushing and passing. I had no he didn't have fifteen rushing touchdowns. No, 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 no. No, he didn't quite. No, I didn't have that many. Where is uh, this? Is a game yeah, log? Why am I looking at a game log? For goodness sakes, they don't make it easy. Let's they don't make it easy way. on Pro Football Reference. Why is it so crappy? Um, I yeah, fifteen touchdowns rushing this year. He did. He actually okay, did. He's go. right. All He's right. right. Fifteen. The, okay. So what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> Three fumbles uh, lost. I just, I just like to hear his name in the conversation. Why? A more. I don't vote. I don't care. We hear Josh Allen's <laughs> name all the time. I don't vote on the all MVP. The I don't vote on the MVP. Turnovers, turnovers. Right. Well, well it was. I mean, I mean, you know the stats. When he turns it over one or less, you win. When he does it more than that, you guys lose. So uh, you're right. Yeah. Everything is centered around Josh Allen on that team. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah. So, I mean, is, is that not the definition of MVP? Well, you could say that about a lot of guys. Their team. You think you think the Chiefs are where they are today if Pat Mahomes is playing? I mean, come on, dude. Let's play that game. I mean, well, yeah. yeah I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe the only team that could still make it with their backup quarterback is the team, you know, the 49ers, because they did it last year with their backup quarterback. He was actually their third quarterback, come to think of it, uh, from when yeah, the season so that's started. Why, that's why he should be in the conversation. Okay. All right. Well, I'll send it. I don't know. We'll write our congressman or something. I don't know what we're supposed to do about that. But I, again, I don't know about the MVP. I don't work on our stupid morning show that everybody bitches about either. Okay. God, I don't. I don't know what these guys say when I'm not on the air. I don't care either. I drive around for work. I don't care what they say when I'm not on the air. Thank you for your call. These Josh Allen people are so gosh darn sensitive. What is up with this stuff? When do we become such sissies? I mean, goodness sakes, that Josh Allen. Oh no, we can't. We can't. You know, say the nice stuff about Josh. Oh, you're you're harder on Lamar versus Josh. This guy's harder than this guy. Who gives a crap. I Let's mean, just geez. end it by saying this. Stop it. Josh Allen's not the best quarterback in the NFL. Period. You know what? Next. He can be. He can be at times. Right. That. But that's right. the problem. Is he right. he could be he since could be. 2018. Right. I like him with Joe Brady. I liked him up to that last drive against the Chiefs. He tried to be a hero. He yeah, didn't have to be. Stop it. He didn't have to be the hero. But, I mean, jeez. Ah, There's no bat signal in Buffalo, Josh. Uh, here's the good news is people apparently listen to this station all day because they hear everything that every national person says. That is good. I'll take that. Because they're reporting to me. I had no idea. I'm I will, like, okay, I will cool. take that. I'll take that. I don't know. I can only control three to seven people, okay? <laughs> I only control three to seven. I'm not a Hall of Fame voter. I'm not a and not an MVP voter either. Well, you're Sorry. not a Hall of Fame voter yet. We're, we're going to get you I would there. like to be. We're going to get you I would there. like to be. I would like to. Somebody needs to help out that group. All right, seven five seven six eight seven ninety four ninety four. All right, let's get to the commander's mess, and it is a mess. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, it's it's. Oh. Yeah, here we are. Well, you know, the last day of January, still without a coach, and we fired our coach right away. We'll get to that coming up on the other side. Scott Jackson, show Priority Auto Sports Radio ninety four point one, brought to you by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident? Call seven five seven injured seven five seven I N J U R E D. James Witham's got your Sports Center.